Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone, rest your Good morning, Andrew. Well, good morning, Edwin. I am super excited to talk about more patterns, uh-huh. more historical Bible people that we see in Psalm 27. You up for that today? Absolutely. Would you read from the New International Version for us? I have it right here, Psalm 27 from the NIV. Of David, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evil men advance against me to devour my flesh, when my enemies and my foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then will I be confident. One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him in His temple. For in the day of trouble He will keep me safe in His dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of His tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his tabernacle will I sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, O Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, Seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, O God, my Savior. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, O Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, breathing out violence. I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so here's the first thing I just have to say. You know, we read these different translations, and we're not— we're doing that just to get the different flavors, at least in my opinion. It's not that we're necessarily trying to pick things out. But one of the things I just noticed there, Mm -hmm. you remember in an earlier conversation I highlighted about verse 8? Right. It's the difficult one to translate. It is the difficult one to translate. I find it interesting. Go ahead and read that from the NIV again there. You bet. My heart says of you, seek his face. Mm. Your face, Lord, I will seek. So it's interesting that um, so the ESV, the New King James seem to provide a little bit more of functional or dynamic equivalents. Whereas the NIV gets closer to the literary equivalence, the word for word. Now, the NIV, though, still struggles with because literally it's uh, my heart says of you seek my face. And they went ahead and changed that my to his. Yeah, but I'll tell you what the point. But they got the same order differently than the other translations have been doing. Yeah. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. Well, I probably just ought to leave it at that for the moment. <laughs> I just I just think that's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. But uh, no matter the translators here on that verse, there is the recognition that David is commenting on what he has heard from the Lord, even if he's saying it in his own heart. My, my heart has said, and basically it's that you've said, mm-hmm. seek my face. Seek and my I'm face. telling you, I'm seeking your face. My heart is all about doing what you have asked me to do. Yesterday, we conversed about 
finding Moses. Yeah, in Moses, this psalm. Moses, who is seeking the Lord, and we mm-hmm. saw many echoes to his situation actually throughout the Exodus, and certainly at the conclusion of the Book of Exodus. Yeah, absolutely. There's another historical figure that I, I'm i using the word channeling, that David is recognizing some similarities between, and he is placing himself in this meditation, he is placing himself in the shoes of Moses, and we talked about that you yesterday. That there, okay. But there's another one. All right. And in fact, so now let me see if I can bring together a couple of conversations. We started on Monday talking about some of the songs that we sing. One of the songs that we sing is, Be Strong and Courageous. That's one of the songs yes. that we sing at the Livingston yes. Congregation. And guess what we see here in this psalm? Mm-hmm. Be strong. Now, the ESV says, and let your heart take courage. But it's that same phrase, be strong and courageous. Now, I imagine, Andrew, that you would say, well, that song isn't about this psalm. Why would you say that that song is not really from this psalm? Well, I tell you what, the, the be strong and courageous, I always associate with Joshua because he's told that again and again by the Lord. And so when I sing that song, I'm just sure we're 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 recalling that. And that is exactly what we're recalling in that song because that's where it begins. But guess what David is recalling in this psalm? Okay, the the promise of the Lord and and to take courage? Yes. The promise given to whom? Joshua? Yeah, absolutely. So (laughs) yesterday we saw that David was channeling Moses. David saw himself in Moses' shoes. He saw himself as walking the same path as Moses walked. Mm -hmm. Today what I'm wanting us to see is he also saw himself as walking the same path that Joshua walked. So in Deuteronomy chapter 31 and Mm -hmm. verse 7, then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you shall go with this people into the land that the Lord has sworn to their fathers to give them. Then we get down in the same chapter to verse 23. And the Lord commissioned Joshua, the son of Nun, and said, Be strong and courageous, for you shall bring the people of Israel into the land that I swore to give them. Then we move into the book of Joshua, and we find it again and again in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 6. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land. Then again, in verse 7, only be strong and very courageous. Be very careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. We drop down two more verses to verse 9, and God says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And then one more time in verse 18 of Joshua 1, whoever rebels against your command, by the way, this is the people talking to Joshua here, whoever rebels against your commandment and disobeys your words, whatever you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. So it's not surprising then that Joshua himself in Joshua chapter 10 Mm -hmm. and verse 25, as he then speaks to the people, says the exact same thing to them. Do not be afraid or dismayed. Be strong and courageous, for thus the Lord will do to all your enemies against whom you fight. And by the way, that was after they had just defeated the five kings of the Amorites and executed them. Here in this psalm, David is recognizing that he is walking in the footsteps of of Joshua, Joshua, just like Joshua faced enemies, mm-hmm. but who was with him every mm-hmm. step of the way? The Lord was with him. The Lord was with him every step of the way. And so, all right, so here's kind of a, 
uh, an exercise maybe to go through. I don't know when David wrote this in his life what he was facing. Yeah. But I do know some of the things that Joshua went through. Like yesterday, you took us through some of the things that yeah. that Moses yeah, yeah. went through. When you when you think about the victories that Joshua had, or maybe the defeats that Joshua had, these these places where he may have been in the valley with enemies mm-hmm. encamped against him. What are some of the ones you think of? Well, I. Okay, so I would start with Jericho. Absolutely. Okay, that's a victory time. But if there would be a valley season with that, I think it would just be approaching the walls of the city of Jericho. Man, they're so tall. How will we ever break through? Right. And while, you know, there have been some victories under Moses on the other side of the Jordan, let's not forget Joshua was there when the people turned against Moses and Mm -hmm. Aaron and Caleb Mm -hmm. and Joshua and said, we're not going to go into this land. Right. Which is one of the reasons Joshua keeps having to be told, be strong and courageous. It is going to happen. Be strong and courageous. It is going to happen. And so he has to tell the people, be strong and courageous. It is going to happen. Let's continue with the Lord. You know, you're right. We probably should start before Jericho. You think back to Numbers 13 and 14, how dark and enemies all around when it's only Joshua and Caleb telling the people, we can go now. We can take this people now. Mm-hmm. I think they were ready to kill them at that point, weren't they? Yes, they yeah. took up stones. And if the Lord had not intervened, that's exactly what they were going to do. But yeah. the Lord intervenes. <laughs> the Lord, the Lord intervened. sheltered. Yeah. The Lord protected. The Lord lifted up their heads. And now Joshua and Caleb are the ones that have survived. And they're coming into the promised land, and God says to Joshua again and again and again, be strong and courageous. And David Mm -hmm. sees himself in those shoes. Yes, there are enemies, and the enemies may be even from his own people. Well, to that end, what I appreciate you read uh, in the first chapter is at one point, it's not just the Lord telling Joshua, be strong and courageous, but it's the people themselves. And they make a covenant there and promise that they're going to follow and they're going to obey, but you be strong and courageous. And they also made the covenant that anybody who doesn't obey should be put to death. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Which we should probably remember when we get to Achan and we kind of think, well, that was a little bit harsh, wasn't it? And yet Achan was there and said, if we don't obey you, we should get put to death. We should get put to death. And that's what happened. Yeah, it sure was. That's a great connection. One of the things I was going to say about that, though, and then later, as you read in the 10th chapter of Joshua, it is he who is encouraging all the people to be strong and courageous. How important it is that we be that voice to lift up a brother or a sister in Christ to remind them to be strong and courageous. Oh, yeah. It's because of the promise of God. It's because what we find in his word. But we do well to repeat that and to bring that to somebody to lift them up. Be strong and courageous. I think that is so valuable and so important, no matter what we're facing. So I think about Joshua, we've got him at Jericho, we've got him at Ai, we've got the the things that God did to deliver Joshua Mm -hmm. and to provide victory. There's the one time when we're going to march around the walls and the walls are going to fall down. Right. And then we're going to go in and wipe them out. Mm -hmm. Then there's the time where, you know what, you're going to, I know you just got beaten because Achan messed up, but now what we're going to do is we're going to use that Mm -hmm. as part of your victory because we're going to, we're going to make them think that you're fleeing before them again and we're going to set up an ambush. And so that one's a whole lot more fighting, but God gives them the battle plan that that allows for that. Then there's another time where God causes the sun to stop moving through the sky. Then there's the time where God sends hailstones down and the hailstones Mm -hmm. kill more people than the Israelites do. And then there's other times where the Israelites just fight tooth and toenail. Yeah. And all of those times though, who's actually providing the victory? Yeah. It's God's power. It's God. So again, here's what I think we need to be seeing in this psalm is that David is not just meditating on his moment in history. 
He's not just spending some time talking about, here's my moment in history, and you know what? I'm going to have enough faith. He is recognizing that he is precisely where people of God have been again and again and again and again and again. His response needs to be the same thing that God said to them, wait for the Lord, Mm -hmm. be strong and courageous. courageous. And his confidence is knowing that this is how God deals with his people. And so Mm -hmm. that's how I can... I, that's how I can take the psalm. I yeah. realize that when I am feeling this psalm, I'm not just feeling like David. I'm feeling like David. I'm feeling like Joshua. I'm feeling like Moses. Moses. And the reality is I'm actually feeling probably like a lot of people that we see throughout Scripture, like Abraham, like Joseph, like yeah. Daniel, like Jehoshaphat. I'll be honest with you. If this psalm didn't say that it was of David, which even though I understand that doesn't mean it has to be written by David, it can mean in his style or it can mean dedicated to him. If it didn't have that heading, I'd actually think this psalm was written by Jehoshaphat in around the the, the first Chronicles twenty time period. Or, or the, was that Second Chronicles twenty? I love but, that. Yeah. You know, when 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 the Edomites and the Maonites yeah. and all those guys are coming against him and he's saying, We're gonna wait on you and we're just gonna look at you. But again, they go out and they go out to the battle singing. <laughs> it doesn't have to be written by Jehoshaphat, but I bet he's singing this psalm. I bet, yeah. you know, it's it, because he's right in the footsteps of all these people. Yeah. And when I'm facing whatever it is I face, I'm yeah. walking in their footsteps. To, to use our word of the week, it channels Jehoshaphat very well. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. It does. Anyway, I'm well, so excited about this psalm. Yeah, it's, it's very great. helpful when I consider it's great. this. And we need to be strong and courageous in the Lord. And certainly that is our prayer and hope for you today. We're so glad that you've joined us for the conversation. We'd love to know what you're learning as you go through the text. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's have a prayer, Edwin. Holy God. We are so thankful that we can look at these faithful witnesses, this great cloud of witnesses with which you have surrounded us that give us faith and build our confidence because we understand when we are in the valley of death's darkness that we are not alone, that your people have never been alone. Joshua wasn't alone. Moses wasn't alone. David was not alone. Jehoshaphat was not alone. And we are not alone. And we put our confidence and our trust in you, Lord. Help us, strengthen us to hold on to you. May we encourage one another to wait for you and to be strong and courageous. Lord God, thank you. We love you. Thank you for loving us first. Through your son Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Well, dude, I'm sorry. I'm lost. Ask me that question again. Well, since we have to break, do you want to check that call? Do you? Well, if he's inviting us to lunch. That's what I was thinking. (laughs)